No sleep, it's me, Jane. You've got to get someone to help us. Anyone at all. We've tried calling the police, but they don't pick up. I think it got to them too. I can't hide for long, but this is what I can tell you in less than 15 minutes. Daniel was next. Okay, Daniel was next. When we were still in the hospital, I got a text from an unknown number. But this time, it wasn't creepy. It said, The seeds are going to either kill them or call it. Run before it gets you. You may be wondering why you should even trust me. But the next part shook me to my core. It said, I'm Guile June. That... That thing took over my body once. It killed my wife in my body and forced me to watch as it ate her body piece by piece. But that's what it needs, Jane. It needs to feed. It's nothing more than a rampaging demon that eats constantly and lives to consume. While I was inside its head, this is what I learned. The demon needs to feed, but without the two catalysts, it will die of starvation in 24 hours. The first catalyst is a direct family member of the meal, quote-unquote. The second is her significant other. It will then absorb him first, and then... Well, food may not be the only thing that this thing feeds on, but the loss of connection between two souls, creating chaos and despair, is also a factor in its satisfaction. Jane. It only goes after women. You have to run. It takes the form of the spouse of the desired victim when it wants to feed again. And last night, it became Daniel. It will bring your son back to you. Because it wants to eat you. You need to get Daniel with you before it absorbs him completely. Just run. Get out of wherever you are, keep texting me, and I will find you and help you survive. Gil. Of course, I immediately went over to Daniel's room to see if he was crazy. The weirdest thing happened then. I opened the door, where he was sitting in the rubber room in a straitjacket. He still looked the same. My Daniel. Brown hair. Brown eyes. Fair skin. The scar above his left cheek that he got fighting a robber that tried to mug me. The birthmark that I noticed on his nose the first time we kissed. But that smile. Oh god. It wasn't his. His cheek rippled and I ran. I ran as fast as I could, knowing that he knew I knew. I called Guile, desperate for help. Jane? Guile! Guile! If you're really him and not one of them, please, please come. I hear him running out of the hospital, and he's getting closer. By now the police have also noticed and chased after me. Crap. Crap. Come to this address. 20. Henswick. He paused. Guile? Guile! Please, I wasn't helping her. I could hear footsteps in the background. I wasn't, I swear. Two pairs of footsteps. 
Was it the duo of doctors? The cycle must continue. A low voice. The cycle can change. Both are prey now. We must consume to live. And the phone hung up, fleeting screams of terror lingering in my ear. And I knew Guile was gone. Gone because he wanted to help me. I looked back because I was still in public. Maybe this thing wouldn't dare reveal itself any further. The police were gone. It was dead silent. And I got another text. Quack. 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 The duck is back. Quack. 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 I didn't look back for a good mile or so, and now I'm in the alleyways. It knows where I am. It knows where to find me. And I'm gonna die here. No sleep. Everywhere I ran, it did something to the people. They kept walking, but their faces changed. Their eyes would glaze over with a black tone, and then they would just keep walking. One woman's head burst open like a grenade, and no one even blinked. They were... they were just all gone. You know what's the most terrifying thing you hear before you know you're going to die? The sound of your crying son. The sound of your husband. The sound of him telling you to put down the phone. The sound. The sound.